BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, welcome to BeastNet. Today we've got Heidi on and she's calling in from beautiful Florida. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, Heidi Williams, obviously, 61 years old. I've been living in South Florida for about 40 years now and um, enjoying every minute of it. 40 years in Florida, that's uh, definitely nice. (laughs) A whole lot better than being up here in the Pacific Northwest where it's always raining. Well, I'm originally from Connecticut and I I love the change of the seasons, but uh, Florida has, it does have its advantages as far as training. It's a little flat, but I mean, the, the weather is always nice. Of course, right now we're in the hundreds, but <laughs> usually throughout the year, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty warm scenario there being in the hundreds. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how long have you been into fitness and, and what's, your, what's your background in fitness? Well, I come from a pretty athletic family. I'm the youngest of six. And um, actually, my mom and I used to tandem dive together when I was younger, and she was uh, in her gosh, I think in her 60s at the, that time, and we were tandem diving together. But um, since I was two, I was a gymnast. I uh, swam competitively, gymnastics, uh, ran track, obviously, uh, my whole life. I uh, was a competitive tennis player for 15 years, and uh, that's how I ended up getting into um, OCR, is I, I ended up getting tennis elbow really bad, and my uh, orthopedic doctor put my arm in a cast so I wouldn't play tennis anymore. So I thought, well, I used to run competitively for years. So I started running again and uh, found a race. And it it just happened to be uh, a savage race. And I thought it was a road race, five mile race. And my son and five of his buddies, yeah, we showed up in Orlando. and, And I'm like, what the heck is this? I thought it was a road race. And I was instantly addicted. I was like, what is this? This is like, Oh my God. You know, it was amazing. And you know what, from that day on, I never picked up a tennis racket and I've been, you know, learning how to do, you know, it took a while for me to learn how to do, you know, but the basic rope climb and rings and whatever. And uh, of course at my age back then I was in my fifties and um, it was hard to find someone that would train me, even though I was competitive and I was an athlete, they just thought, you know, they'd look at me and think, Oh yeah, right. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was really hard to find some trainers. And uh, I finally did. uh, Parrish out of uh, Tampa, he was wonderful, took me under his wings and uh, taught me everything I know. And then, of course, Deanna Blegg got me after that. And then now Allison is my running coach. So the rest is history. It just it just it was like a domino effect. You know, every time I went to do a race, I, you know, even if I didn't, you know, know how to do something, it was just so exciting going around that next bend. Like, what is that? You know, and just try to figure it out. And, you know, it's just amazing. I just get right now. I get chills just thinking about back then, you know, you know, learning about how to do it. It's hard. You know, it's that easy. But I mean, it just it was just an amazing beginning to a sport that I had never been subjected to. I guess I should have went into the military when I was younger. <laughs> Maybe I would have found out sooner. <laughs> and then you would have known all about those obstacles from oh, the military. Abso- and absolutely. When you, you started with a savage race, which they've got some pretty unique obstacles when you compare it to a, a Spartan or, you know, the former warrior dash or 
Tough Mudder, if it comes back, you know, Savage has definitely got a different, a little bit different mindset, a little more challenging, I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the first one I had done, they didn't have, it wasn't as extreme as it is now, as far as all upper body. They had, um, they had a lot of fun obstacles. Of course, they had the, you know, the rope climbs. And I, to believe it or not, that was one of my hardest things to learn was climbing the rope. I was like, oh my God, I got to learn how to climb a rope. But, um, you know, it just kind of, you know, every, you know, then, then, then the rings and the monkey bars, you know, step by step. But, uh, yeah, they weren't as hard as the, the race wasn't as hard as it is now, as challenging, I should say. So it was more of a yeah. fun race back then, but now it's, I love it. You know, Savage is phenomenal. It's, you know, just like Battle Frog was, it was just amazing, amazing races. And that was my next addiction. Like I went from that to into right into Battle Frog. And it was like, that was my, I was like home. I loved it. You know, I tried to hit every race they had everywhere in the U.S. And it was like from there, it just, <laughs> it just, it was an addiction. <laughs> So have you, uh, the last few years, you've been doing a lot more Spartans and there's a lot more of them available or are you still sticking to the, to the other brands that, that put on different races? Um, well, you know, I'm trying, you know, the, the past couple of years have changed in OCR as far as the master's program. Okay. And I'm 61. So once I left, you know, they used to have the master's, which was over 40 and I was killing it. You know, I was doing really well. I was winning, you know, even in the over 40. Um, unfortunately, the past two years, they've really dropped the, the uh, prize money for masters. I don't know why, you know, elite masters. I mean, let's face it. We're doing the same exact things as the elites are. And they're 20, 30, 40 years younger than us. We're doing the same thing. We're doing the same race. And it's... Um, I don't know. It's kind of a little discouraging um, for I'm, I'm speaking in general for all of us over 50s, because I've spoken with a lot of people in, in the master's program that are, um, you know, kind of it's kind of discouraging. And you don't want to lose our crowd because, you know, we financially can pay more for races than kids, the younger kids, because they come to us for the money to pay for their races. So, uh, yeah, so, it, you know, this, these past two years for me, I've been kind of reaching out in different avenues, um, seeing what I like. I got into CrossFit, of course, I love that. Um, I got into, you know, Spart of course, Spartan, I love Spartan because it has a wide uh, variety of different, you know, races. You got the sprint, you know, you got the, the Ultra Beast is my favorite. You know, I got a couple guys, you know, Neil Murphy and uh, Kendall that I do, you know, and, and Daniel Kramer that we always get together and, you know, run Vermont and, you know, and love that. And of course, my boyfriend and I did Tahoe this past year and it was brutal. And uh, so, you know, I, I love a lot of the things that Spartan has. Yes. Uh, I don't like the fact that they dropped the Masters Elite program. Um, now, the DECA, I'm addicted to that. That is that is my game. I love strength. I love endurance. And it it kind of has a different, it has a little obstacle course. It has little uh, CrossFit in it. It's got a little endurance in there, you know, similar to the high rocks. High rocks, of course, is a lot more extreme than the DECA. And I love the high rocks as well. Um, yeah. So I've been branching out and trying to find my little niche. Where am I going to fit in? And I, I kind of fit in everywhere. <laughs> I just haven't decided you know, I haven't uh, locked in one that I'm really kind of focusing on right at the moment. Uh, Allison's trying to help me with that. And I'm all over the place. I just, you know, if I see it, I try to enter it, you know. 
So well, and and with the last couple of years with with the CrossFit and a lot of the CrossFit games, the High Rock Stack of Fit, um, you know, Grid Games. There's a lot of different events that are focusing on that that CrossFit competition, but it's not it's not brand name CrossFit, and it's not the same you know same exercises over and over again. They're all putting their own twist on it. Right. So right. That's got to bring a bit of bring a different game to it and make it more fun, I'd expect. Oh yeah. Well the grit games, that's a whole different that's a whole different animal there. This is the first year I did it. Actually Chrissy, she's such a darling. She was the one she messaged me. She goes, you gotta do it. And I think we were gonna do it last year, weren't we, Danny? I think we were gonna do it last year and um we didn't for some reason. I think we were going out of the country and uh to race. And uh, yeah, matter of fact we were going to Australia. We went to Australia last year for the world championship enduro a twenty four hour enduro. So um, we couldn't do it, but we did it this year and, uh, boy, it's, you know, I was hot on her fanny the whole way, you know, I was maintaining six, uh, second place. And then I had a bad fall, like going into the fourth, uh, part of the race about eight hours in and it, um, uh, really knocked the wind out of me. I fell outside off of these, those, these rings and, uh, the, you jump with, and I was at the end, I should have just reached out and hit the bell, but I didn't, I wanted to make that last jump, of course, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I fell a good 10 feet and landed right on my back and knocked the wind out of me. And I just, I could not regain my breathing after that. It was just, so I went from second to, I think, fifth, like right away. But you know what? I loved it. It was a great, great race, great course, great people. I encourage anybody, if you really want to push yourself to the max, you know, test the, test the waters. They have a competitive heat on Saturday. I did the pro heat on Sunday. And, uh, oh, just try it. I mean, you want to you want to test your your abilities and anything. Just go because it'll it'll really let you know where your strengths and your weaknesses are. But I I loved it. I thought it was very well run. Great people. So yeah, I'll definitely do it again. I'm going back with a vengeance next year. <laughs> Did they have anything special going with uh, COVID precautions or or any yeah. uh, special race restrictions? Yeah, actually, um, the the actual core, the actual race took almost twelve hours. Believe it or not, because they had it spaced so well with the people, it was kind of that was the only thing that I didn't like. Because you know, as racers, you want to you know you want to get out there, and you know you don't want to have to wait. And but they really did. They protected everyone. They cleaned everything. They were, you know, they had, you know, sanitation things everywhere and, you know, things for us to clean with. And, and the, the staff and the, the volunteers were phenomenal. And, you know, it, it was just a, it was a really well run race. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed it, but it was very lengthy. And because of that, because they had to cut back on the use of multi-rigs and, and multi-lanes. They had to go to single. So you had to wait, you know, and then they, they'd only send off a certain amount of people at a time to uh, be able to, you know, do the, do the race itself. And then at the end, they, you know, calculate the times and scores and whatnot. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it, was in a, it was a very eventful event, I, and I really enjoyed it. It was, it was you know, but that, the only thing I didn't like was how long it took. I think they could probably knock it down probably five hours because there's a lot involved in it. There's five different uh, aspects as far as strength, agility, uh, endurance, you know, and all, uh, OCR. You know, they have all different aspects, and you have to do all different ones, and then you're scored on all five of those. And um, so... 
as far as that, you know, I think they could have probably cut it down to five or six hours, but 12 hours, man, it was like long. And then we were leaving at two o'clock in the morning. So we didn't get home until we didn't get to our hotel room, I think until like nine that night. We got there at the venue at 6 a.m. And we didn't get to our hotel until nine. And we're trying to scramble and wash all our clothes and, and then, you know, slept for like an hour and then caught our flight at two o'clock in the morning. I was like a zombie. <laughs> but anyhow. Yeah, no wonder. I know I think. I text you when you were doing the game. That's right. You did. You did. <laughs> and you're like, I got to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But you know what? It's an addiction. I'm going back. <laughs> That's yep. awesome. You, were you saying that your boyfriend does these with you? Or is he yes, just going to yes. cheer you on? He's here. No, he, he used to go and cheer me on. He couldn't understand why uh, I did the things that I did. And then I encouraged him to do a battle frog of all races. I was like, oh, come on. You'll love it. <laughs> and he had no idea how hard it was. And he was like, what is wrong with you people? Because the first, I mean, I still have a picture of him crawling through the finish line. And he's like, I don't like you. I don't like this. And you know what? It, he's addicted. He's lost like, how much weight have you lost? 46 pounds? Can you stick your head in here so you can see what you look like? You can't see it from there. You got to come over here. <laughs> Anyhow, this, this is my boyfriend, Danny Lutinsky. <laughs> Hello, Danny. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, so he's really come a long way. I'm really proud of him. He's, uh, you know, he's not like me a lot. <laughs> I've tried to train him and, uh, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty demanding on myself, you know, because I know as an athlete what I'm capable of doing. So I, and I believe, you know, he's capable of doing a lot. He's an ex fighter and he was a, a champion doing that. And he's had some serious uh, injuries uh, three hip replacements. And he's out there, man. He's out running and lifting. And actually at the grip games, he was killing the strength part. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy crap. So yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's come a long way. So yeah, I'm really proud of him. <laughs> it's, it's good when you have somebody that wants to get out there and do them with you or cheer you on or, you know, I, I, my wife used to do the, uh, the easier ones, the warrior dashes and, rugged maniacs things like that the, the yeah. more fun fun runs right right and right. uh her her asthma has gotten to the point where she can't really do the the woods and the outdoors as much so she just cheers me on now instead of getting out on course yeah that sports induced asthma is bad i have it that's why when i fell and i have um i have uh, uh thyroid disease where uh, i have um, nodules on my thyroid and that's what affects my voice and I go every five months for ultrasounds and eventually I have to have surgery, but it's still functioning normal right at the moment. But because I, we have a history of thyroid cancer in my family, I'm being monitored very closely. But, you know, as I got older, I, all of a sudden I just developed this uh, sports induced asthma. I was like, I think I was out in Colorado when it first hit me, I was running the Colorado 200 and I just couldn't, I mean, I was running, I felt great, but I was like, I feel like I can't get any air in. And so when I came back, my doctor, I had a, uh, uh, testing done and he was like, Oh, for God's sake, you have sports induced asthma. I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, every once in a while I need my, I need an inhaler, but other than that, it's good. You, you said the Colorado 200, is that the, the 200 miler? Yes. Michelle Yates, Michelle Yates. She's one of the top hundred milers in the world, man. That girl is amazing. She, I got invited, I think Andy from uh, uh, Vermont and told her about me as an endurance runner and I get an invite 
And I'm like, who the hell invited me to run a 200 mile race? What are they trying to get? I'm from Florida. I'm not in Colorado. So I accepted the challenge. I was on a team. They put me on a team and I was on the uh, last leg of the team, which I ran. My leg was like 106 miles of the team. It went from 25, 50. Could you grab her? Um, 25, 25, 30, 50. And I think I did 106, but the girl before me, our third leg, got tendonitis like five miles into her heat. So I had to run. They transported me up to her area. So I had to run her leg as well. So I ended up running 100, about 146 miles of the 200. And uh, it was, it was wow. just amazing. Yeah, it was great. And I had the best pacer, Gia, who is like one of the top 200 milers in the world. She is like... Of course, I didn't like her that much. Probably didn't like me either because, you know, <laughs> you know, she's letting me sleep 15 minutes. I'm like, man, I want, I want to go to bed. She was like, no, we got to go. But I just love her. She's one of my dearest friends now. And I just, man, I just, it blows my mind the people I have met during these events. It's just, it's just phenomenal people. I'm just very fortunate, you know, especially at my age to uh, have met such great people in this sport. It just kills me. You know, I got into OCR to challenge my body a little bit. Right. But it's the people. The people is what keeps me in it and keeps me energized in it. And it kind of sounds like that's a big part of it for you, too, is the people down there. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when you play tennis for 15 years like I did, man, I'll tell you what. You want to see some vicious women? Oh, I, you know, being an athlete, I love sports and I love the game of tennis. Uh, I won the senior Olympic games here in Florida, uh, mixed doubles with my partner. And, um, I just, it was so discouraging going, even though when you play on a team, because the women were, and I played with some really, really great tennis players, but it was so discouraging because they were so, um, non, you weren't a team. It was vicious, you know? And I just, I wasn't raised that way. And I was, and, and, you know, I was always a team player if I wasn't in an individual sport. So like I said, when, when I got injured, it was almost like an omen. It was almost like somebody saying, you know what, it's time to let go because I, I would go to the, to play tennis and I would love playing it and I love the game, but I hated the environment. So when I got into OCR, and it was, I loved it. I mean, the people are just so wonderful. And, you know, I just, you know, the people I've met and it's so encouraging. I mean, Kripe, I, Lisa, what's Lisa's last name? I can't remember right now. I forgot. Lisa Nordorf. I was like stuck on a rig, like six miles into this race. And she came out and found me and was like, stood there and waited and encouraged me to get through this. I mean, who does stuff like that? I mean, it's just the, the people in this sport are just, and that's what keeps me coming back. It's just, they're amazing. I look forward to it. I love the whole ambiance of the race atmosphere. You know, I love the people and, you know, they're genuine. They're, they're you know, of course, when you're, when you're racing, you're racing. You want to win or if you don't win, you're learning. You're going to learn for the next time. So you come back, you do better. But, you know, just everyone in general have been so kind and, and just fabulous. So I, I, love, I love the sport, you know, and I, I hope it doesn't end. I just, I'm going to continue to do it until I can't walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, it's funny that you say that because this year there's been a lot of people that have been very negative on the sport, you know, with all the cancellations and talking right. about COVID's going to end it and all that. And, uh, 
BeastNet actually today, I don't know if you saw the announcement, uh, we joined on with the, the OCR Strong 2020 group. I saw and, that, yes. And we're working to, to form kind of a, a coalition, uh, race directors and race brands and, and get them all together to make sure that we all survive this and we come out stronger in the end. So we still have races. You know, you were at a race a couple of weekends ago. We've got a race uh, coming up in uh, Mississippi here in two weeks, the uh, Phoenix City Mud Run, and then we got the Celtic Warrior coming up a little bit later. There's still races happening, right? and then you just have to travel. And a lot right. of people are just like, oh, well, Spartan's not running. I can't do OCR. Well, no, there's races actually in, in two weeks in Snohomish, Washington, just right. down the street from Spartan's, just down the street from Spartan's location. There's a race happening. So, yeah, you you know, know, it's you funny just, that, you... that we talk about surviving. <laughs> You know, you just have to, you know, a lot of people are so used to having, I think what's discouraging the people out there is that I think because there were so many Spartans and so many, you know, savages and they were, you know, all over the place where you can pick which race you wanted to go and they were more accessible to people that they didn't have to travel as far. Now with the COVID, and I'm going to go back to Spartan because when they did that, when they po- hosted that race in what was it, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, 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 amazing. Did you? It was amazing. Joe DeSena did an amazing job on sanitation, uh, six feet apart. You know his corrals were amazing. The entrance, if you were there 30 minutes prior to your your heat time, you couldn't get, you know, you got in 30 minutes behind, you know, you couldn't wait around, you know, there was the way that they handled that was just phenomenal. And I'm surprised. I think it goes by each state and each County, as far as what their regulations are. I mean, I have a business. I know what my regulations are. I mean, I can't have any more than nine people in my business. And, you know, my boyfriend has a restaurant and he can't have more than 50 capacity. So we have to go by what our county regulations are. And I find that people don't want to travel to these races. I mean, Danny and I didn't want to get on a plane and fly to to Texas. We actually waited like two days prior to, because we were kind of still, you know, like on the fence, you know, should we go, should we risk it? And we're glad we did go. But, you know, you just have to make an effort. I mean, if you really want to race, go, we're going to Georgia in two weeks. I'm going to do the, the gauntlet. I mean, I'm going. If I have to drive, we're going to drive up, you know, I mean, we're, I'm going to go, I'm going to, going to be out there and, you know, I'm healthy. I try to protect myself at all times. And, you know, you just have to, if you want a race, you can find a race. People are going to complain no matter what, you know what I mean? They're just, it's just the way it is. You can't please everybody. So. Yeah. Right after, right after Jacksonville, I had uh, Julie Wolf on. She went and ran that one with the OCR addicts team. Yeah. And, and we recapped that and, and, she talked about how small the groups were, how clean it was, and she kind of borrowed some of those ideas on on that to run her own races because she she runs uh, three three races a year at this point and right. and used Joe's ideas to run clean races. And now a word from our sponsors. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And we're back. When I was talking with a couple of the people from Spartan, what kept happening, and, and I think you saw it earlier this week with, uh, uh, who was it, uh, Bonefrog. 
that had an, an announcement they're going to have this race. You know, it's approved, New England, we're doing it. And then three days later, they yeah. just canceled it on us. That's it. We're done. Our season's over. Yeah, I know. Danny because told it, me about that. I don't really follow. Um, I mean, I like some of the races. I like the Tier 1. Tier 1 and Bone Frog has been a favorite of mine for, for a long time. But, you know, I really... Danny and I used to be ambassadors for Bonefrog, and uh, to be honest with you, we just really don't follow them as much anymore. I mean, there it, it it was a great race series for us, but you know we've kind of moved on. And uh, yeah, and I did hear that he did tell me uh, yesterday that they had pulled out uh, from the the New England race. And uh, so you know, I wish him the best. You know, I hope they're you know they. Uh, maybe their numbers were low. Maybe a lot of people didn't sign up and, you know, it costs a lot of money to move the equipment and get everything there and get in the volunteers and, and whatever the regulations are for that state and that County, there's a lot involved, you know? Um, so I, I can't speak for them because I don't know, but um, you know, I always wish anybody the best. I would never wish anybody Ill, Ill will, but I do know it costs a lot of setup. And if they don't have the numbers, there's no sense even putting it on. So. Yep. That's true. I was working uh, what a year and a half ago with Mark Ballas from yeah. uh, from Green Beret Challenge, yeah. or I guess it's Driven now is what he goes by. But right. we were trying to get a race up here. We were trying to get a race in the Northwest, and and for whatever reason, people up here don't register for anything until the last minute. I know. <laughs> That's it's just a Washington thing. It's, just, it's but, a thing. You know, in order. In order to be profitable, he had to have X amount of, of teams signed up for the Green Beret Challenge, and and we weren't even at a quarter of that. So so we had to pull out and and try something different. Unfortunately, I mean we still had uh, Firefighter Fit came up and we hosted an event with them, and that went out real well. Right. Um, and you know Mark's still Mark's working with him. I learned a lot about how expensive it is to move that stuff. I mean, oh, you're yeah. not just moving one container or something it's a lot of stuff where danny where was that race we did that mark put on oh my god it was amazing yeah the the georgia one that was at the firefighter training camp oh my god that was the best we were running through the houses and climbing through buses and going through the water with cars submerged i loved it yeah gauntlet yeah it was oh that was that was my favorite race that he's put on. He puts on some good stuff. I, I I like Mark. He's a good guy. That's funny. I was going to ask you before we move on to talk about your race. Do you have a favorite obstacle out there? Is there anything my that stands favorite, out as your favorite? My favorite obstacle. Let me see. God, <laughs> I love the Gibbons. But now yeah. Dom from Platinum Rig, who I love dearly, uh, he sent me some clips which are deadly. They are, uh, that's a whole different ball game right there. That's a whole different technique. But I love the Gibbons. I love Stairway. We ha- Danny and I are actually building a new stairway. Um, we're building uh, the one angle that goes up that you climb, and then we're going to do monkey bars across, and then the stairway on the other side. And then we're going to do like different, you know, you can do different handholds if you want to go across on different handholds or do the monkey bars and then go down the other side. So that's going to be something fun that we're building. Um, you know, I just, I, I love them all, you know, sometimes I don't like them, you know, <laughs> it depends on the, you know, the weather or whatever. I, you know what, I, I got to back up because I, you know what, I do love the skulls on Skull Valley. And I'll tell you at the OCR world championship, was it last year? I got the second day on the 15 K I got stuck 
of all things on the skulls. I was like, what is happening? I mean, some things, sometimes it just doesn't work. You know, I get through the first set and then go to the bars and then I get on the second set and it just, I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. And I was like, what is the deal? <laughs> and it's like one of my, we own them. We have a whole setup at our gym and I just, it was just not working that day, but I, I love them all. I just, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I, every day is a challenge. So I, I, I just, uh, it depends what it is, but you know, I, I, I'd have to say that Gibbons, uh, the clips, and Stairway are, are three of my favorites. Yeah. All right. Is there one that stands out as your least favorite or most challenging that you're still trying to figure out? Um, you know what I don't like, but I do. Uh, I do them is those uh, like ninja steps where you have to you kind of place them like this and you have to jump. Yeah. <laughs> when I did the 24-hour team event at Dom's uh, Platinum Ring, the 24-hour event where we had the team last year, and, you know, and you're running yeah. for 24 hours, you know, and you're doing nothing but 800 meters of nothing but obstacles, which was amazing. And, but that was the one that I was like, oh, I hate this thing. And, uh, I mean, I'll do it, but I just – to me, it's, it's like – you don't look at it as, a, as an obstacle, but when you're tired, it becomes really hard, you know? Or, uh, okay, another one I hated. Uh, I'll tell you one I hate the most. This is the one I hate the most. The stall mats, they weigh about 40, 40 or 60 pounds a piece. They're like people use them for inside their gyms. Dom had mm-hmm. us roll those things up like yodels and carry them. And, you know, you try to roll one of those mats up and carry it and drag it like a quarter of a mile or carry it a quarter of a mile in a race. Oh, no, I hated that, too. That was a no. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds mostly like an annoying one, trying to roll oh, those up and kind of unfold. And... I was trying to Superman it. I was trying to drag it. I tried everything. <laughs> Every way I did it, I hated it. It was not good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking looking forward to 2021 when they get the Platinum Rig event set up. Uh, he invited oh, okay. us to come out for 2020, and of course, that got canceled. So hopefully, oh, 2021 man, it, we can get out. It is Dom is a great guy. I just love him dearly, and he, I mean, phenomenal event, phenomenal. And uh, of course, <laughs> last year when I was I was at the event, the next day I had to fly out right away. The next morning, you know, as soon as we finished, we got our awards and stuff. And my team was great. I had two Canadians. I had Lee Stowell. He was on my team. I love Lee. He's amazing. He's like that. That kid is like the best OCR athlete I've ever seen in my life. If he can concentrate on just that instead of being a race director, and you know, he, oh, th- that guy is amazing. He could do anything. But anyhow, I had to go and Dom was like, well, go change in my trailer over there. He's got a, you know, a big trailer and the bed and shower and everything. Go in there and clean up. And so I'm heading over to this trailer because that's where he put it. I go to walk in and it's, it's not his, it's somebody else's. And I've got all my clothes. I'm like, they were like, oh, can we help you? I was like, oh, I thought this was Dom's. They were like, oh no, his is over there. So yeah. So any, anyhow, it was, it's a great event. You'll love it. You'll love his events. It's, he's just a great guy and great people. Of course, Canadians are just, they're amazing and, you know, amazing athletes. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. We, we had Helene, Helene DeMoss on ah, a little while back. And, one of my favorites. And she was promoting Platinum Rigs and... Then, of course, it had to get rescheduled for next year. So yeah. we'll get her back on, I'm sure, to, to talk about it again next year before it happens. But. Love that girl. Love her. She's a, she's a, 
She's a legend in my book. I just love her. Nice, sweet, humble, great athlete. Just amazing. Yeah, love her. <laughs> so you were, before this, we were kind of talking a little bit via text. You, uh, you've decided that you're going to put on an event. Yeah, yeah. I've had this wild uh, dream of uh, probably about five years now. Since I bought one of the Battle Frog uh, rigs, uh, my friend Tim and I and Adrian from OCR World Championship, he got two. I got one of the rigs and my friend Tim got one as well. And ever since then, I've always had this um, idea of a race and a short course. And, uh, and I had it you know, it was interesting because I, the format, you know, I was always talking to Danny about it. And, you know, my son was in school at that time. He was getting his uh, undergraduate degree in biology at University of Florida. And, you know, uh, then on to now he's uh, doing his master's in biomedical and in Mississippi right now and on to dental school after that. And so, you know, it kind of put my life on hold because, you know, I had other priorities that come before what I want to do. And, uh, so, uh, you know, Danny and I had been sitting down and talking for the past couple of years of different formats of different type of racing. And I was like, man, I just really want to do a short course and incorporate different things in there. And, you know, we'll have running and we'll have this and we'll still have the rig in there. And, and so then all of a sudden, like my ideas of the short course, all of a sudden high rocks came out. And I was like, that is exactly what we were talking about. And so, of course, I got invited to go up to the Chicago race uh, and Danny and I flew up and did the, I did the high rocks and I was like, instantly, I was like, this is exactly, there's a lot of things that we want to change, but that was the format. I was like, this is it. This is exactly what I've been talking about for all these years. And then of course, DECA did a, a, a half version of the high rocks because high rocks is a thousand meters, DECA is uh, 400 meters, I think. And, uh, and the high rocks is a little bit more extreme as far as, uh, the, the, uh, activities that you have to do thousand meters versus uh, 500 meters, whatever. Anyhow, uh, DECA is more toward geared toward, um, everyone, whereas high rocks is more of an elite athlete. I mean, anybody could do it, but it's really a tough, a tough course. So when we came back, we were like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is what we're going to do. And then, uh, then this past year with everything going on with our nation and, you know, shut down with different countries. Um, I decided a couple months ago, I was like, you know, this is our time. We need to order this equipment like now, because if we order it out of the country, we'd be able to afford getting a large quantity of it via buying it here in the U S which would cost us a lot of money. And, you know, with the economy, the way that it is, we decided to do it. So we made the, uh, we jumped in lock, stock and barrel about uh, two months ago and ordered all our stuff. And we've been sitting down and um, got our name and uh, we're going to start. We're waiting. We're waiting till all our stuff comes in, which should be here in about three weeks. And then we're going to, um, we're going to host our first race. Probably we've got the location already. We got the approval by our county here. We're going to do a test, test race, um, minimum of 200 people um, in our, our local area here. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we're, we're real excited about it. What's the, the name of the event? Uh, got the website and all that created yet or well we're, we're my girlfriend is working on that she's like the master dog as far as computer 
That's what she has. She owned a computer company. So it's called Extreme with an X Fit Games. So we're going to have um, we're going to have a lot of different things in it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be really challenging, huh? Oh, and um, yeah, we're just it's it's going to be you know we're going to have uh, obviously elite athletes are going to be in it as well, and we're going to have uh, uh, a Masters elite. Uh, over 50 and the prize money is the same for the elites and the masters. So um, I think that's going to be fair, you know, so it'll bring out a lot of the master athletes that want to compete and uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have, you know, be good for all different levels of competitors, but I mean, it's, it's something that if you're not familiar with, like I wasn't familiar with uh, high rocks, but I, I love it. I I love that uh, actually, uh, Karina uh, was the one that she, she turned me on. She was like, you, this is you, Heidi, you've got to do this, you know? And uh, so I did it and I was like, oh my God, I love it. So it's going to be a little bit of, uh, you know, high rocks, a little bit of DECA, a little OCR. Yeah. So we're real excited to put it out. And uh, we're, like I said, we're going to do our test uh, race. Probably we're shooting for latter part of November, early December of this year and uh, see how it goes. And Yeah. Well, so. down in down in Florida, you're still what in the 60s when you get in December, probably. Or I, I hope so. Not bad. I'm praying. <laughs> right now, it was what 106 today. Oh, it was brutal. It's wow. just it's just nuts. It's just it's hot. It's yeah. We're hoping we're going to have a little bit of a reprieve in uh, in November, but um, yeah. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna promote it, and uh, we've got a lot of uh, good things going. Uh, yeah. I'm happy about it. We're, we're really excited about it. And, uh, um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's all I can say right now, but we're, we're moving. It's like, I want to get the equipment on hand. We have a lot of things that we've ordered at, that are at our gym right now, but the, the main equipment is right now it's in transit on a boat coming to the USA. <laughs> so once it gets here, I'll feel more comfortable. I'll yeah, let you once know you have it in hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once we get that, we'll be, we'll be, you know, of course, you know, as the, we'll put the race on and then we'll, you know, we're going to uh, critique what we need to do. And that's why we're going to keep the numbers low so everybody can have a great time. You know, of course, with uh, the COVID, we want to uh, abide by uh, what our county is requiring of us. And we will make sure that we uh, abide by that. You know, like I'm in the, I have a salon and salon industry. So, we constantly have to sterilize and clean and everything. And my, like I said, Danny is in the restaurant industry. So he's always, everything's clean and sterile. So, you know, we're going to take what our knowledge of what we have, and then we're going to bring it to that and, and see how it goes. And we have some friends that we sit down and get some input on, you know, what they think would be, you know, as far as all different levels of athletes, you know, what they would like and what they wouldn't like. And, of course, you know, I'm diehard. I always want everything to be really tough. So. <laughs> and I can't, I can't, I got to think of others. I can't think of myself out there. So, but it's going to be. Now maybe what you do is you, you put a third class out there, Heidi's class. And, yeah. And make everything yeah. 10 times harder. <laughs> <laughs> I may have the top 10 and the men is in the women's and then compete again, you know, and then go out and, and race with all of them. So it's, it's going to be fun. We're going to have, I, I'm really excited about it. And that's located in your, your hometown there? Or? Yeah, Ponte Gorda. Uh, they, uh, 
we've got, we, I was trying to have it at the Charlotte high school because they've got a great track and we were going to use like the football field, you know, as far as to mm-hmm. set up all of the different zones and stuff. And, uh, yeah. And because of the, you know, the schools and them, and they're willing because they, they do lease it out, which would be perfect. But, um, and their track is amazing. And it's, it's uh, centrally located as close to 75 for people getting right off the highway, coming right there, great parking. Um, so uh, I've reached out to them a few months back. And because of COVID and everyone not knowing what's going on, they were like, you know, we can't, we can't make any decisions. We don't even know if school's going to be open. So I went to yep. Charlotte County Sports and Recreation, and they have all these facilities all over the place. And so uh, I contacted them, and they were like, yeah. Well, a friend of mine came down from Connecticut, and he was playing baseball, and he was down at the Carmelita Field. And I'm thinking, how can they have this big baseball tournament? So he was like, oh, they rent the field out. So I thought, oh. So the light bulb went off, and I thought, I got to contact them. And so they were like, oh, yeah, Sure. So we've been, Danny and I have been going through the insurance situation and the paperwork and the, you know, the, the miles of stuff that you have to do. Uh, and we're, we're getting there. Yeah. We're, we're working on it slow, but sure. You know, like I said, once we get the equipment in, we'll be, (laughs) we'll feel a lot more comfortable. So that's awesome. Once you get the equipment in and you, you get a date for the full public one, we'll have to get back on and talk a little bit more about the things that you can't talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll definitely send you a message. We got it in. <laughs> I'll take pictures. Of yeah, that. one of the biggest things that that I I took over Beastnet about a year ago as the producer manager, and my big focus was race local. You know, Spartan, Tough Mudder, those guys are big. They've got all their money behind oh, them, right. sponsors, yeah. etc. Race local, you guys are the ones that that need support. I mean, I could sit there and talk to. The people from Spartan all day long, and they're still going to have jobs. I talk to people like you or Allison or people that are trying to get their own stuff going. Right. You know, that's helpful. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I've spent a lot of time on the show focused on. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't think we'll, I mean, we may branch out. It depends. Right now we're going to just start small, you know, because we don't have, you know, the, the build out as far as what we're going to do as far as the major races do. Um, we are going to have a lot of really great things for people. And, uh, I think the, everyone that races will be really happy with the, with the outcome. Um, only because, you know, I've been in the industry for a while now and I know what people are looking for and, and what they like and, you know, and everybody wants to be recognized and everybody wants to feel that, you know, they didn't go out there and, and race their heart out for nothing, you know, and, and, and I know what it's like to, you know, you win and you're not recognized. And, and, you know, I'm fortunate as far as my age to be doing as well as I'm doing. And, but there are a lot of people out there that are phenomenal athletes and are never recognized, you know, because of their, because of their age or whatnot. So we're going to change that. We're going to make a, we're going to make a big change in, uh, in, in the whole industry as far as, and, and, and I'm just, and I'm saying the masters, but others as well, you know, because uh, yeah. there's a there's a lot of phenomenal people out there that definitely need to be recognized, and I think in in this race they will be. So I'll be happy to do that. That's awesome because yeah. there's a lot of people that definitely need to get the recognition. And the last couple of years, there's been a lot of games played by the major companies with their pro athletes, and yeah. and so that's I think going to open up a lot of them to to seeking out events more like yours. 
Right. And, you know, and, and kudos to them, you know, Ryan Atkins, Rhea, everybody, you know, they they deserve the recognition. They, you know, they're phenomenal athletes, but they're pro athletes. That's all they do. You know, they do, that's what they, their living is, is they, they do that all day long. And I know as an athlete, I know, live, sleep, breathe. I was there, you know, I'm 61. I was at their, their age and I was a phenomenal athlete when I was younger as well. Um, but, you know, there are people that, that do need to be recognized that aren't. And I'm going to make sure that, you know, when it comes down to it and if they're in our race, you know, Danny and I are going to make sure that, you know, they're going to get all the recognition. And when the time comes, when we put a pro team together, we will make sure that, you know, they, they, everybody is taken care of. Well, you know, we're going to try to do the best that we can for, for the people that are representing our company. So, you know, and, and, and like speaking from being an ambassador for other companies, Sometimes ambassadors are required to do so many things for a company with no rewards, you know, and uh, it's unfortunate. And, you know, when you when you want an ambassador to represent your company, you need to do for your for your athletes. You need to be there for them. You need to show them that they're appreciated and, you know, that you respect the fact of what they're doing, going out and promoting your business instead of the other way around. Like, oh, you, what have you done for us lately? <laughs> and uh, so yep. we're going to, you know, we have good plans down the road. So hopefully keep your fingers crossed. Everything will work out this year. And uh, 2021 will be another great year for everyone, including us. So that's the plan right now. Um, we're not threatening Spartan, but. <laughs> no, but 2021 is going to be the year. It was it was supposed to be for for Mike and I. Twenty twenty was our last year. We we're gonna really push ourselves in Spartan, and then twenty twenty one it was gonna be, you know, Savage Bone Frog. We we're gonna get out and do some of the East Coast stuff because honestly, up here in the Northwest we have two race venues basically that Spartan uses, and you know we've had some other ones come up here. Uh, Tough Mudder uses the same course every year. You know, there's right. just a lot of the repetition. So we want to get out and do something different. And then the plan was this year was going to be our last year. We're going to top it off with doing our first ultra together. And uh, now, of course, this whole year has been shut down. Right. So we did the virtual ultra. You know, we oh, got yeah. that out of our way. But uh, Was that uh, the, but, the corona? Was that the corona? Uh, well, we did, we did the ultravirus, um, the yeah. one that ORM put on. Yeah. We did uh, numbers, numbers two and three. Uh, number two, we got 30 miles. But then, you know, we were like, you know what? We're doing 30 miles. Let's go one more mile so we can do a 50K and do all the go. 600 movements. We did the 600 movements for Spartan so we well, could awesome. submit a time for the Spartan Virtual Ultra. Oh, that's awesome. And then we did the, we did the Ultravirus 3, and we did 35 miles during the 12 hours, and then we continued on and ended up getting uh, 50 miles. That's awesome. Good for you. None of us have done 50 before, and yeah. Well, if you're going to get that, why don't you keep going? Yeah, it's amazing. Like when we did the uh, we did the 24 hour enduro in uh, Australia, and Danny and I had gone down twice, and the second time because he, he's not a, he's not a long distance endurance runner at all. Now me, I love it. I can yep. put me out there for days. I'm fine, um, as long as there's no bears or snakes or anything. But. Uh, the second time we went down, he was like, oh, okay, well, I did the same mileage I did last year. And I was like, are you kidding me? Get out of that. Get off of that cot and get your butt out there. Because, you know, you're going to be disappointed in yourself 
when you know you've got a certain amount of time where you can put more mileage in. And he did. He went back out and he did a few more laps. And so he was really excited with himself. He almost put, what, 30 miles in? Yeah, so he was really, really excited, you know, because he's not, like I said, I mean, he is not. He's more of a sprint guy, you know, a couple miles, three miles, five miles, 10 miles maybe, but 30, 50, forget it. So, yeah, so it's fun. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a pat, it's a self-gratification where you can pat yourself on the back, you know what I mean? It's a great yeah, exactly. Thing. So I love it. Um, so kind of finishing up, we've been on here for about an hour. Um, is there anything that you want to put out there and say to the listeners, either encouragement or something about COVID or come see you or whatever? Well, definitely come see us for our race and look for some uh, advertisement probably in the near future here. I do want to put a little, uh, shout out to, um, uh, my team. We are going to put a application in for the echo challenge for in Patagonia. So next year. So uh, I've got some really great athletes. Of course, Danny's going to be there. And uh, Laura Newton from Australia. Uh, Aliyah Imas and Corey Brooks from, uh, I think she's from Philadelphia. And I think Corey's from Kentucky and myself. So uh, yeah, if we can get our, uh, our things together, we're going to form a team. So keep your fingers crossed and pray for us <laughs> next year in Patagonia. That's going to be... <laughs> This Florida girl is going to freeze her butt off. But, um, you know, for anyone out there that's on the fence as far as anything, doing an, an ultra race or an endurance event or an OCR event or a DECA or a high rocks, you know what, don't, you know, don't hesitate. Just go, you know, we all started somewhere. You know, you got to walk before you can run, you know what I mean? Or crawl before you can walk and, you know, vice versa. And, and, you know, and every day is a learning experience when you're out there and, it, you know, just have fun. Don't feel intimidated. I see a lot of people that feel intimidated, you know, um, and you shouldn't because we've all been there. I mean, hey, I couldn't climb a rope. I could do three runs on a monkey bar. And I was like, <laughs> what? You know, I was like, you know, and every time I do something else, it was so exciting that, you know, I was getting stronger, you know, and, uh, you know, I was a whole different athlete before, Um than I am now. I'm a lot stronger yep. from my coaching that I've had with Deanna Blegg and Allison. You know, my mind game is a whole different thing. And that's the mind is 90% of racing. And if you can get your mind focused on either having fun while you're out there and don't care, you know, put the blinders on, go out there. If you fall down, hey man, get up. Everybody falls down, you know, and just do your thing. But, you know, I think one thing that I've I've learned um, I used to get like, why, you know, I was so close, you know, what is the deal? And I remember Deanna saying to me, I called her in Australia, God, it was probably three o'clock in the morning, her time. And I was like having a surge, you know, and I was like, what did I do? And she's like, Heidi, make your weakness, your strength. And I'm thinking, well, what the heck does that mean? You know, but I thought about it and I thought, God, she is so right. You know, it's like, all these things, be it it was my mental game or, or you know, I was weak at something, you know, and Allison is the same way. Allison's, you know, and they have a, because I'm so high strung, you know, and, you know, wanting to do everything, you know, take it all in. I don't know if it's because I have less years left in my life or it's just my personality, but they're so calming for me where they you know, they put things in a reality where I can understand it and, you know, make your weakness your strength. This, that's exactly what you have to do. I hated burpees. I love burpees. I love them. I'll do a hundred of them, you know, but I hated them, but I love them now. 
And so it's like all these things that you are weak on, you go in and you master it. And so when you get out there and you're like, it's nothing. You know what? I didn't make the spear throw. So I got to do 30 burpees. Oh, well, I can, you know, so, you know, it's, I, I, I'd say, don't be discouraged and go out there and don't be intimidated. And, you know, Hey, if you see me out there, come up to me. I mean, Hey, I'm 61 years old, man. If I could do it, anybody can do it, you know? (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's great. It's a great sport. The people are phenomenal. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, I mean, I have gone out on course after I finished a race and actually gone out and ran with people, you know, to encourage them. And I've, I have had, I mean, I've run with people that don't have legs, you know, they're missing an arm. I mean, for God's sake, and they're doing better than I am. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, there's so many amazing people out there, you know, in, in this industry and, you know, and, and you guys as well, you know, you, you know, publicizing us and giving us the attention that, you know, that a lot of people deserve. And, and, you know, it's just an amazing sport. And I, and I'm so happy and, and glad that I found it because I've, I have made such the, my best friends in my whole life. I have made in the sport, believe it or not. I mean, and they're all over yeah. the world and I just, I just can't, I don't know. I, I just, I am so happy. It was like, like I said, you know, there was a reason why I stopped playing tennis and this is the reason. And it's just a, it's the, I'm just happy. I kill myself all the time training, but <laughs> I just, <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So just see, look on the bright side of it. There's always people out there to help. So don't be intimidated. Get up off the couch. Get going. <laughs> yep. That's Joe started Spartan just to get a million people off the couch. And well, now he does that every year. Yep. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you um, so much for having me. I appreciate it. This will this will air probably next Monday. I'll send you a couple links. It airs in both video and audio versions. Um, currently, now nobody's really nobody's watching the YouTube, so I've really been pushing that one. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll get it all. I'll get it edited up, and I'll post it up Monday. And uh, and then when you're closer to the event and you're ready to to come out with more of the particulars, reach out, and we'll get you back on for an update. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it. Danny, thanks you too. Oh, thank you for coming. He's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Thank you again for being on the show. All right, and thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.